Welcome to another fantastic episode of the Fake Football Guy Show. My name is Giancarlo Compost, and alongside me is my co-host, Dustin D.L. Lingaman. D.L., we got a crazy awesome episode today. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. We're going to go over our rookies and do the Rookie Spectacular Show. I thought it was a showcase. Oh, the Rookie Showcase Show. Yeah. Can't like, wait. Yeah. It's going to be a fantastic show. We can't wait. So tune in. Stay tuned. Welcome back, guys. We cannot wait. It's officially season two. Woo! Fake football guys show. We made it. We Dude. made it. I can't believe we made it. I didn't think we were going to make it. Wait, hold on. Can they hear us out there? Can they? Hello? Testing? If you've been watching us, our first episode, we didn't have sound for 30 minutes. But this time, it's... Oh, look at the new graphics. We got new graphics, JC. New graphics, new baby. Look. New graphics. Same faces, new places, baby. Let's go. I yeah. cannot wait. That's what I'm talking about. Season two. DL, it's going to be an awesome season. Mm-hmm. It's our first episode. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for all the different things that we're going to bring to the table. So keep following us, guys. Remember, as always, 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 smash that notification button so that you know when we go live. Mm-hmm. But as always, as a reminder, DL, where can people follow us? You can follow us on Twitter at Tweet. FFG. And if they have any, uh, you know, questions, they can send it over. What hashtag should they be using? Ask us. FFG. Awesome. We love answering those questions. We got a nice little follow. I think, what'd you get us? Like another 100 followers over uh, the last try season? like 300. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's going to be amazing. Now, DL, some people out there, like my uncle Jill, or my aunt Jill, I'm sorry, uh, is terrible at technology. So she sends emails. Yeah. Uh, kind of like your uncles. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, hey. where can they send that email? Ask us, ffg at gmail.com. And if they have any voicemail questions, DL, mm-hmm. what's that fantastic phone number where people love to leave me voicemails? Yeah, JC's personal phone number is 708-655-4508. Please call it any time. Yeah. Two, three in the morning. Yep. Well, actually, you don't wake up until 10. So you could call at like 7 a.m. Nine. And you probably still get them. And I got to be at work at nine. Yeah. And he's got to be here. Anyways. Yeah. Call that number. Once again, 708-655-4508. As always, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And DL. Smash. That notification button. We're on YouTube, IG, Facebook. TikTok. Spotify. Stitcher. Apple Podcasts. We're everywhere. We can't wait. Yeah. But before we get started, we got to go ahead and introduce the uh, one and only the Wombats. Let's go, baby. So our first uh, member of the Wombats, our production assistant, the one and only Double D, David Dykstra. What's up, Double D? What's going on, boys? Oh, way to bring the energy. I love yeah. it. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. We waited a whole six Not months a problem. in hibernation for yeah, that. I apologize. I've only been up since 1.30 this morning. Oh, damn. Well, you knew our show was coming. Could have practiced in the mirror, but it's okay, dude. We'll oh, I'm sorry. Day. I got a job that actually pays me consistently that oh. I go to. Oh, shots fired. Welcome. Shots to adulthood. fired. Well, anyway, <laughs> our executive producer of the show, the emperor of everything, the one and only Andrew Valentine. What's up, Andrew? What's going on, gentlemen? What's happening? Spanglish. I love it. I love it. Doing Spanglish. Spanglish. I won't be your monkey. I'm not dancing for you. Dance, monkey. No, not going to happen. I'm not a monkey. I'm a wombat. That's the energy I needed. Yeah. That's the energy I was hoping for. Way to bring it back up. 
Wombat caves. All right, I like it. I, I love like it. it. I love I like it. A lot. Do wombats sleep in caves? How, how does that work? No, they burrow. They burrow. Un burrow. Are wombats like that creature that has like the big snout? Yeah. Like little furry yeah, dudes little, on the ground? Yeah, and the ears? ears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, it's a wombat. It's not like a bat, but it's like a land bat. It's a wombat. Oh. A great explanation. <laughs> Make sure to tune into Dustin's show on Nat Geographic. Yeah. So, but anyway, as always, guys, we have a jam-packed show mm-hmm. that kick off to our second season. DL, we have exciting news. We do. But first, let's cut over to the NFL news. Ooh. Uh, Baker Mayfield got traded to, drumroll please, the Carolina Panthers. Finally. Yeah. Dude, they've right? been rumored to have made this trade or were, they were going to make Should've. this trade forever. Should have. But what does this say about the Panthers and Sam Darnold? I don't know. Because he sucks. So I think it was a right a right trade, and they still have Cam, right? Or is he gone? I think he's gone. Right? I think he's a free agent. He's gone. He's yeah. an FA. Yeah, and we do have a resident uh, Panthers fan here, so you know. And not only that, here's a big kick in the pants: yep. is that guess who's going Week One against the Browns? Who? The Panthers. Oh, interesting. So that's gonna be a good game. Wow. So it's gonna be Panthers versus Cleveland Week One yeah. of the NFL yeah. season. So Baker yeah. gets his payback. Yeah. You know, honestly, pay, like Baker's been screwed out. Like, Revenge like, game. On, yeah, but he's been so screwed over this entire, entire totally. whole like fiasco with Deshaun Watson and the way they've handled that and the contract they give Deshaun and all the allegations, which he's settled out of court for a few of them, mm-hmm. but, well, like 20 of them. Uh, you it's think just, he's going to take the field this year? Ooh, no, I do yeah, not believe either. so. I don't believe he'll play I the entire year. So. And honestly, if you think about it, perspective, when he comes back the following year, how good is he really going to be? Yeah. What, he'll be two, two years? Year? Yeah, two yeah. years removed? No way. Mm-mm. Yeah. But you know, I'm probably going to pick him up. Yeah, probably. No, but, but like knowing the way that the Browns work, they'll probably be, you know, it'll probably blow up in their face. Oh, as it already always. has. Yeah. The Browns are doing Browns things. They're, they're going to start Jacoby Brissett. Brissett. Dude, what, yeah. what a crazy trade, though. What did they give up? I think they gave up a conditional fifth-round pick. They did. I'm pretty sure that's all it was. But Watson got all of his money. All of it. All of it. All 200 penny. million dollars. I Pretty sure this born, year he's but... getting like, a, what, $1 or something ridiculous yeah, for this year? It's... And it's all backloaded? Yeah, basically. Mm, it's interesting. But it's just, you know what sucks is that Baker played hurt all the whole year last year. Yeah. The whole year. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, the Browns are like, well, we're going to get rid of him. And yeah. yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I, I'm so, happy for him. I'm glad he's going yeah. there. I think he actually will do well. You know, I, I think it's a good fit. Let's get right into it, though. From a fantasy perspective, how okay. does the Baker Mayfield trade affect, you know, Panthers players? Guys like mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, guys like DJ Moore. What do you think? Do you think it, they go up a little bit um, now that Sam Darnold isn't the quarterback or they stay about relatively the same? What do I'm you gonna think? Say, I'm going to say the same because I really don't feel like Baker Mayfield has that, like, deep ball. He doesn't. So Robbie Anderson does not improve at all no. whatsoever. He stays the same. I mean, more maybe a little bit more consistent, maybe. But I mean, Baker Mayfield had a lot of picks as well, too. So yeah. there, there really isn't quite that. Like, oh my God, it's not like Watson where you're just like, okay, this is about. To yeah, pass, correct, but, correct. I think the so. the difference is negligible. Honestly, yeah. I don't think that anyone really improves that much. Um, if any, if nothing else, you know that Baker can be consistent and accurate. That's yeah. about that's about what you're getting out of Baker. Um, and I don't know, man. Maybe he plays with, I don't know, his freaking pants on fire and balls out. I hope so. I think he is. I really, I, I would love nothing more. Dude, mm-hmm. I would love nothing more. I don't think he's a horrible, yes, yes, Wombat. One, two. Yeah. I, you can just call me Wombat. It's yep. okay. Uh, I'll guarantee you one wide receiver that's not going to see many passes. 
That'd be Robbie Anderson, who already talked smack about Baker Mayfield before this. Oh, went oh I forgot about that. Good callback. I, I did too. Oh, wow. That's, That's a good callback. Right. That's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting. You think he's just going to like see the ball? It's like, just, just the, nah. I'll throw out a name out there, post-hype sleeper, uh, Terrence Marshall Jr., uh, who was supposed to come onto the scene last year as a rookie. They didn't really get any uh, looks, but uh, I could see him definitely supplanting Robbie Anderson and becoming the new number two there Mm. in Carolina. I hope so. Um, You know, Baker does share the ball around. He doesn't really lock on too often, so that's the thing with him, whereas Darnold was kind of locking on to DJ Moore. Which is weird. Yeah, because with Odell, yeah. 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 Anyways, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But anyway, anyways, back to the news. We got exciting yes. news, DL. What you got we for do, us? We do. Okay, so welcome to season two, episode one. Um, I don't know if you caught it, but we have some new graphics. We're gonna keep playing around with the intro, or we may keep it depending. Um, but I'm really excited about a fresh new look. Uh, JC's no longer wearing his glasses. He got fake contacts. I got fake contacts. Um, I got laser eye surgery. I've never needed the glasses. I never needed them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. All right, and also, I wanted to. Formally, oh, formally invite Wombats to join the average do- Joe's fantasy football league. Hey, as a commissioner, hey, it's a big invite, it's a big league, guys. Yeah. Okay, first off, you're the commissioner, or you're asking one of us to be the commissioner? I'm the commissioner, yeah, he is. He's okay. a good commissioner. I am fair, okay, just-, just as long as you don't mind being smacked later on in the year. Okay, I'll take that bet on. <laughs> no, I, Andrew. I mean, I'm in for a challenge. I love it. I I'm love, in. I love what? that mindset. One of these, one of these belts. This is mine. JC still hasn't gotten his, but that's not my fault. Yep. But you too could have a belt. Wait, 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 wait. So I have to buy my own belt? No, 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 the way it's yeah, handled. I don't know. Yeah, you I don't know. know. By draft day. Rudd, Let's do, can we do it by draft day? You're a jerk. Yeah, Rudd, you're watching you're this. You're a jerk. You're dude. watching this. Come on, man. You're watching this. You lazy. I'm one of your biggest cheater. supporters, Rudd. Come yeah. on, man. Hook a brother up with his belt. Hateful. Hateful. Jesus. So but anyway, did, is that in the, did you guys accept? Are you guys in the yeah, league? Yeah, did you accept? Uh, I'm in. Okay. Right, cool. yeah. yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Woo! Now we're two spots away from filling hold, the league up. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. Do you want to formally invite them to ours? Do that. Hey! Welcome to the X Bombs League, man. You're in a league. league. (laughs) Well, that puts me at 11 leagues now. That puts me at five. So just so everybody knows, so if you if you if you do a show and you see everybody yelling at each other like angrily, you know it was probably a rough week for everybody. Correct. Yeah. Or we turn up the trash talk even more and make it. it that much more interesting to watch. I love it. And. We're going to be doing a, uh, a draft show, too. We may be doing a live draft show. We're still Yeah, we're working, working on, on, yeah, we're going to the kinks there. Um, but it'll be cool. You're going to see us, how we set up a draft in different spots, mm-hmm. what our actual theories are behind it, Yep. And, and all of that to help you, yes, you out there in YouTube land, have, and listening to the podcast, because we're on Spotify and Apple, don't forget, how to win your draft. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of how to win your draft, sure. one of the many ways to do it, is with rookies. Oh. DL, yeah. let's go ahead and get started. Enough of season two, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. DL, That's there were a ton of awesome rookies that were drafted, and there it's was. always exciting to see some fresh blood in the league. It is. Let's be real. They got a bunch of new guys with fresh legs, 
And uh, sometimes the impact could be tremendous. It could be the difference between winning a championship mm -hmm. and uh, finishing in like second to last place. Yeah, no, honestly, like if you hit on a rookie, that sometimes, I mean, I, I hit on Odell Beckham his sophomore year. Ooh. And I was made fun of. They're like, oh, he sucks. And I won the league. So you too could hit on some of these rookies. We're going to go over the rookies, what we think, avoid, add, what rounds we think you may want to target them in. Mm -hmm. And let's start it off. We're going to start off with the Dallas Cowboys. So we go to the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys deal. Mm -hmm. Let us know. Jalen, I'm going to start off with the wide receiver, Jalen Tolbert. Okay. What about Jalen Tolbert? Okay. Well, basically, um, <clears throat> there's two like really wide receivers on there, right? We know it's Lamb and Gallup because Mari Cooper got traded, yep. right? Um, the reason why I'm a little bit high on him is because Gallup is recovering from his ACL tear, right? So Tolbert could be his, you know, wide receiver three, but I think he might be a two this year because of, you know, Gallup rusting and not really playing at all this season. However, I wouldn't pick him in like the first 10 rounds. Okay. This would be kind of like towards the end. If you're kind of hurting at wide receiver or you're not hurting, you need like a flyer or empty spots on your bench. He might be someone to add, especially when he gets up to those uh, bye weeks. Okay, cool. Okay. The next would be Jake Ferguson, the tight end from Wisconsin. Now, before you kill me, okay, JC, I know, I want to. I know you're you know going to jump down I my throat to. about Schultz and yep. – and he is, uh, <clears throat> I will say this, he is one of the top five tight ends <laughs> in fantasy. I said it, I said it, hell did freeze over, and I said it, okay? So I got over it, I'm good. But, so, once again, I would say he's more like a backup kind of thing. Like, right? Like, if you have, not Schultz, not Schultz, yes. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, I wouldn't really um, draft him or really target him. Um, maybe you could get him after draft, honestly, like. Yeah, just an interesting name. Kind of throw him there, see what happens. But, yeah, I see him more as a backup. I don't really see him, like, starting. Um, yeah, I wouldn't expect him to immediately have any playing time, but, hey, he's a backup. So, moving on down, or I guess it would be moving on up to the New York Giants. Ooh. We got Wandale Robinson. Yes! <clears throat> Actually, it's Wandale. Thank you. Can we get a clap yeah, drop Yeah, we need a clap drop. That was close. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm excited. It's kind of surprising that the Giants actually went with a wide receiver, uh, thinking about their actual core, right? Because I think they were pretty stout at rise, wide receiver. However, the durability wasn't there, right? So with Robinson, he kind of reminds me of a Tree Cohen, right? Yeah. Um, he's He's short. He's one of the lightest, lightest players in the NFL, uh, but he's also the most dramatic playmaker. Um, so he's consistently showing up, um, able to create uh, something out of nothing. You know, when he was playing in Kentucky and Nebraska, he picked up 55.6% of his career receiving yards after the catch. He's a jitterbug. He is. So I like it. It's kind of like almost like a scat back, but he's not a back, right? So. Um, that would be someone once again, uh, maybe a wide receiver three, maybe like a flex option okay. that I would definitely target. Yeah, definitely keep them on. Okay. Once again, these are all rookies. We're kind of high, kind of low on them, but hey, what do you know? Um, our next tight end that I thought was kind of interesting is Daniel Bellinger. Hey, hey, really, Wombats? Okay. 
So Bellinger's ability to play slot or contribute in the passing game is, is really big. Because if we think about the Giants, they really didn't have that last year at all. Like tight end was nothing. So giving uh, Daniel Jones something else to target in the underneath portion is going to be huge, right? Um, I think it's going to open up some more availability to the wide receivers if he can get like some of those underneath routes. Um, so I would definitely add him as one of my tight ends, but I would say he's probably mid to like 12 through 19, something like that, if that's the thing. So last but not least for those New York Giants is Rashawn Corbin. Um, basically, uh, he's just a handcuff to Saquon. Um, basically, the Giants really drafted him because he can actually block for the quarterback, um, which, if you've noticed, Saquon cannot. So um, I, I really don't think he's going to be anything more than, you know, a, a prevent option, okay. you know, right, if, if Jimmy Dimes is going deep. Um, but it would be a, a nice handcuff if you're really going to roll the dice on Saquon. Okay. Real quick, if you want to share, like, tight ends are really hard to draft. Yep. Um, rookie tight ends, honestly. Wasteland. Yeah, I mean, like, well, it depends on where you're going to draft it, right? And it depends on your position itself because, honestly, Travis Kelsey, unless you're going to ball out and do your first pick, I don't really feel like he's going to be that much of a contributor. I really don't. Um, You know, Bellinger, I just for whatever reason, I I think he's going to get, especially in PPR formats, might be somebody that you want to grab, you know, as maybe your second option if um, you've already got one of those top five. Gotcha. So we covered that. We're going to move on down to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, uh, Grant. Calcaterra. Thank you. You're welcome. I was hoping. (laughs) Um, I'm really not too excited about him. I would actually kind of avoid him. I I put him on this list because, you know, doing research, this was one guy that they did actually mention that would be decent. Um, But let's not forget that Dallas Goddard. Goddard. Goddard, yep. Yes. um, Is really one of their top five tight ends in fantasy. So. Um, he's really just basically going to be one of the guys that is doing a lot more blocking than actually, um, getting anything done. So cool. Yeah, cool. Um, real quick. I just want to say, uh, Calcaterra was, uh, teammates with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shortly. That so that might've been one of those Hurts kind of moves like, Hey, I like this guy. Maybe, you know, yeah, get him in. So definitely a name for later on in, like in the future, but Again, probably not. Maybe something yeah. to watch, but yeah, yeah it, if we're thinking about, I, I wouldn't even bother drafting him because I'm guaranteed he's going to make it through the draft. Yeah, and you can probably pick him up week one, week two. Yeah, yeah. A lot of these names are, will be names that will probably be on the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. Names that you probably won't draft. Um, so just keep an eye out for them. Just kind of remember some of the, these names. But there are a few, uh, more than a few actually, yeah, that we'll uh, to are going to be championship kind of kind of names. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to the Commanders, we got Jalen Dotson and Sam Howell. Jahan Dotson. Yeah, that's yep. what I meant. Yep. Um, he's a wide receiver, and we got Sam Howell, right? Okay. Um, once again, I, I don't really see Sam having any value. No. I really don't, unless once gets hurt. Um, and Jahad Dotson, I, once again, don't really see him doing too much. Uh, they got Scary Terry back. Yep, they just resigned um, him, um, which is big. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. It's absolutely huge. 
So yeah. I think he's going to be, you know, wide receiver one. I mean, maybe in your deeper leagues. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Where? Okay. <laughs> I've had enough. What? Where in the blue hell do you think they're going to get a number two? Yeah, it's Jahan. It's Jahan. Yeah. He's definitely the number two. What I would say about Jahan is he has a chance to reach, you know, 800 yards this season mm-hmm. and a few touchdowns. Um, really, really talented wide receiver. It would not surprise me if, you know... But is he a Jamar Chase? Is that what you're saying, Dave? Not necessarily. I don't think he's a Jamar uh, Jamar Chase. So who who would would he be like? Honestly, I would compare him to an Allen Robinson or a Chris Godwin. Former Penn State guys. I can't wait to play you in fantasy. I want to kick your ass. Um, Yeah. No, I'm just saying, if you want a comparison, those are the two guys. He, He high points better than Chris Godwin. Um, probably a little faster he's than fast. Allen Robinson. Yeah, but fast. we're talking about Wentz, right? That's just true. That's, that's we're, we're always talking the caveat. About his quarterback but, but see, Wentz. he's he's your guy that'll be your over the middle receiver, where Carson doesn't have to go over the top like he has to with Scary Terry. Listen, Wentz was like top five in deep ball accuracy last year. I think he was third or fourth in the entire NFL in deep ball accuracy. So the guy's talented. He just can't stand on the field, and he's reckless. And Honestly, he's, yeah, he hero plays ball. absolutely recklessly. So I, I really don't see – I mean, go for it. You can add him to your bench, but I don't think he's automatically a, a wide receiver, too, that's going to really get you some value Oh, I, I I don't necessarily think, but I don't discount him either because I think he's I'm not going discounting to, him. I think he's saying, going to be more than what people think he is just because of that offense. I mean, we're talking about him, so I'm not discounting him. I I just don't think like he's one of those people that like, hey, I'm gonna go after him in the late rounds. Like once again, this would be a waiver wire move, or um, you know, you've already uh, rostered your positions and you have a spot on your bench, like, okay, cool, roll and, the dice. And I, I do agree with you real quick. I do agree with you when it comes to Sam Howell, but I had him rated coming out of college the number two quarterback in that draft. So if he does get a shot, he could do some damage. He, yeah. he wouldn't really hold any value outside of, like, super flex leagues yeah. late into the season. Mm-hmm. I don't think he really holds any value early on, so you can disregard drafting him just at the onset of the season. Real quick on Jahan Dotson, what I would say is this, and it's very important when you talk about position players like receivers and tight ends, that you talk about the quarterback and that Mm -hmm. you get a quarterback that will actually throw the ball enough to make that difference. So when Wentz was playing for the Colts, I feel like the Colts coaching staff really made a conscious decision to stop throwing the ball as often and instead altered the offense to run the ball more. Because of some of Wentz's limitations, to be quite honest with you, they just took the ball out of his Good hands. I could point. totally see the commanders doing something similar later on in the season. And honestly, I could just see Terry McLaurin being like the one and only guy. And then it just being an Antonio Gibson-led offense, primarily. Which, at that point, would really nullify Jahan Dotson's you know, fantasy potential. Um, and it would really kill it. But, if we get a different version of Wentz, if we get that MVP potential you know, that, that we've seen in the past then Jahan Dotson is a guy who could definitely have some flex play appeal yep. the whole season. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on what we see in training camp, what we're hearing. You're always going to hear these guys are in the best shape of their lives, blah, 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 blah. But you know, it's going to depend on what Carson Wentz looks like. Yeah, my, my biggest thing is like if you look at even Justin Fields, right? Like yep. we, we went through it last year, yep. right? Allen Robinson was a wide receiver one, hands down. You saw the production. And then all of a sudden... <laughs> he was like a wide receiver five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like he, I don't even know. I, I was... I didn't know if he was injured. Didn't even know if he was still on the Bears. He kind of phased them out, to be honest. Hard, yeah. hard, yeah. hard phase. He Which, phased himself out. I think he's uber talented. 
I think he'll finish as a top 20 receiver in fantasy. Yeah. Anyone want to make a bet that he finishes top 20 in fantasy? This year? This year. Oh, guarantee it. All right. Want to do a subway bet? <coughs> I'll do subway. subway yeah. I'll do oh, subway. I, don't, I never got my subway. Oh. Mm. Mm. I'm a little nervous with what? the Wombats. Mm. I don't remember. Did we? I'm pretty sure we did. No. I'm no. Pretty yeah, sure we you even out on a bet. I think we Definitely evened did. out, but I think you still owe him a fuck. No, we evened out on a bet. Roll you got five dollars. Roll you roll the tape. tape. Roll the tape. Roll, roll the tape. tape back. Yeah. Let's the see it, back. folks. All right, but Subway bet. He finished top 20. Yeah. Can we write this down somewhere? We got to have like a show like bet, like, yeah. like show ledger. Bets? Wombats. Yeah, absolutely. Write this down. Thank and you. And then... Yeah, that, would, that could be a whole new segment. But yeah. but you're like saying best. he'll be okay, cool. he'll be top twenty, top twenty, yeah, wide receiver, yep. In fantasy, correct. I'll go top ten. I, I think I think I would top say 20. top fifteen. I won't go top ten. Top twenty, top twenty is saying a lot yeah. for a guy that finished like outside the top fifty. Hey, I'm not saying, saying a lot. no. I He's like gonna him. get targeted a lot in LA. I know he is. A you know, lot. you know it. You know, Cooper Cup's gonna have bracket coverage the entire yeah. game, mm-hmm. and who's gonna be the beneficiary? Allen Robinson. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to him just going, Eating. hey, Chicago, how's eat. it going? Yeah, I'm, so am I. Good for him. I'll All right, never hear on We're going to head down to the NFC South with those Atlanta Falcons that no one likes except oh, for Dave. Oh, dear God in heaven. Um, so, Dave, tell us about Desmond Ritter. I have my thoughts, but I, I feel... Trash. Pure yeah. trash. Don't ever, ever, ever believe in Desmond Ritter ever. Oh, oh, we Cincinnati with quarterback. The, trash. Well, the Wombats are fighting Wombats. in there wow, in, in their little cubby hole. Here. We should be back there. Yeah. Okay. So Dave's a little uh, pissy right now for uh, I don't know what reason it is, but Desmond Ritter. There was Malik Willis right there. <laughs> he that doesn't seem to understand the fact that this is a pretty accurate quarterback for college football <laughs> that can translate pretty well to the NFL. If given the right I'd be tools. Pretty accurate too if I played in the conference USA. May I finish? Wow. Good points Thank though. You. Yeah, very uh, good points. He's got two giant targets in Drake London and Kyle Pitts. You can see he's him right. throwing the ball easily over the middle. A nice little outside to the numbers for Drake London to take him up the field. And look, if you got Cordero Patterson in the backfield, you're gonna be able to use him out of the backfield too. So it's not that he's gonna have super strong numbers, but he can be the guy that takes over from Mariota and possibly starts building some stats up for himself. So we, maybe not this year, but in the near future, there could be something. Will you give him a chance, David? No, give him a chance. No. <laughs> I'm sorry you don't have Michael Vick. I know Matt Ryan left. You just have to be able to accept the fact that Three, you may though. not get a quarterback till next year's draft. Correct. Very true. That was actually one of my points is that Atlanta could be in position to take one of the top quarterbacks in next year's draft. They'll screw that up too. But not only that, like if we think about it, if we break it down even more, like what value does Marcus Mariota really have? When was the last time we've actually seen him do his thing? Yeah, he's supposed to be an accurate quarterback, but he's got a weak arm. I haven't seen a strong arm out of him. He can it. he's mobile. I saw his legs. Yeah, he's mobile. I didn't see his arms. Though. He's a placeholder. Yeah. But, but once again, how mobile is he going to be ten years after he was mobile? True. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. He is. He's just. He's on. Let's call it what it is. He's a stopgap quarterback for now. Yeah. He's a transition. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's he's not good enough to make a difference. And he's bad enough that uh, you guys will have a top pick. You so. know, and you never know. Like maybe Ritter takes a step, and they get excited about him. And maybe Josh that. Rosen takes a step. Maybe yeah. Felipe Franks takes a good step. Good luck with the Josh Rosen. Oh, Rosen! I forgot about him. Yeah. All right, moving on down. Drake London. Top breakout candidate is undoubtedly Woo-hoo-hoo. Drake London. This one I'm super intrigued with. Like, yeah, me too. 
Me too. Unlike the previous two rookies who aren't guaranteed a starting row, London will certainly be a starting receiver on this offense. He may not get as many targets as your typical wide receiver one due to Kyle Pitts' presence, but he will get enough, and I'm telling you now, to potentially eclipse a 1,000 yards this season. Okay, so let's talk about Drake London really quickly here. Sure. So his highest um, average draft, highest, the best possible, is 54 overall, which would land Ooh. him in the fourth round, basically. Wow. Um, the worst is about 261, so that gives you a big variance pool mm -hmm. right there. He's either mm -hmm. going super high, as high as like the late fourth, early fifth, and sometimes he's falling into like the 10th round. I think somewhere in the middle he'll settle. I think he'll be going in the sixth or seventh round in that. drafts this yep. year. Yep. Do you feel comfortable taking, you know, a rookie uh, wide receiver that early? Absolutely. I mean, I was willing. I wanted Jamar Chase last year. Mm -hmm. I wanted him, and I kept opening my big mouth. I was sitting next to my brother-in-law who was picking before me and scooped him out of my mm. sight. And then Rudd once again scooped him him out as well too. I feel like this is a Jamar Chase type. I agree. I agree. Type. He reminds me of Brandon Marshall. But the only thing I'm nervous about, as we are, have already talked about, is the QB. Yeah. So that's the only issue which I think may falter his production. But I, I definitely think this is somebody that you want to draft in the fifth or sixth round. What for it'll sure. do usually when you have a crappy QB is you usually don't get as many touchdowns, um, but you do get the yardage and the looks. You still get yep. the targets. So it's going to be interesting really to see what flex. he does. Yeah, Maybe I a really great flex. Well, if he's really worth a six-round draft pick, he's mm -hmm. a wide receiver, too. Keep okay. that in mind. So, yeah. right. so I think he has wide receiver, two appeal, but I think he settles somewhere in the wide receiver, three territory with a weak, weekly flex play. Uh, Wombats. Um, just so we're all clear on full disclosure, he is coming off a knee injury that sidelined him all of last year. He said what? that there's like an injury that sidelined him. Knee injury. Knee oh. injury, yeah. Okay, I got to speak up. I'm getting old. Knee injury that sidelined him. All, he did not play at all last year. Mm -hmm. okay. So I just be aware. I mean, I'm willing. I'm but he willing was good enough dice. to still go in the top 12. So For sure. It's a potential. That's all based on potential. I, you, trash. Again. You don't like him either? I don't like him. I didn't like, I didn't like the what? first two. He doesn't like any guys on his team. You know why? He's bitter. No, because it's an easy stance. It's it's the Colin Cowherd school of, of of takes. You start hating a player, and then you come into like saying, "Oh, I actually like him now." I liked him. So you I started a p negative position, and then mm. you move to a positive. I like. I that. understand, but you have Mike Evans reincarnated on your team, so be happy. Yeah, because like, that's fantastic. Honestly, and not only that, like when you see this coming out of the draft, that he's like literally ha is gonna be a wide receiver one, like, dude. Coming in, legit, like, legit, gonna be the guy. Potentially be a top ten receiver yeah. in the league. Like, like it's okay, there. I will roll the dice on him because, hey, why not? Yeah. That's what makes fantasy fun, and I can't wait to draft him and shit all over you one bit one. <laughs> all right, let's keep it going. Moving over to the Panthers. See, get used to this. It's going to be so much fun this year. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, so the Panthers, right? I was going to talk about uh, Matt Coral, but I'm not because they just signed Baker Mayfield. I don't see anything yeah. crazy going on here. We're going to move to the Saints. Uh, Chris Alavin. Olave. 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 Yep. Close enough. All right. So um, I would say snag him. I think once again, he's a fifth, sixth round. Um, the only question I really have is Jameson Winston. Winston. Yep. James Winston. Watson. Winston. Yep. Okay. You, getting him the ball, right? Because, you know, he's, he, he's over with the picks and stuff like that. 
Um, um, but I would still draft him. I would fifth or sixth round, maybe even seventh if you're whatever. Really quick, Chris Olave is super talented. I don't think he's going to be a difference maker uh, just because of Jameis Winston. Not this year, at least. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does, but he's super fast, great route runner, great hands. Um, you know, late round so, flyer. So you agree you would you draft Late round flyer. Late round flyer. Okay, cool. I like Chris Olave. That's why. Everything I just said. I can't wait for you to pronounce his next name. Richard White. Not even close. Richard White. Not. Oh, we're getting a little closer. Rashad White. There it is. Rashad. There it is. Rashad. So Rashad White, White. running back for the Bucks. Yeah. So I saw Buccaneers. a video. I saw a video of Leonard Fournette running, um, and he looked kind of heavy. So I think he was out of shape, and that's probably one of the reasons why the Bucks decided to go to running back and draft a running back. I think they did it as well too, is because this guy can catch the ball. He's, he's ex- like more, he's explosive. He's, he's like. Freak athlete. For PPR formats, I would definitely snag him. Um, throw him in your flex or throw him as a handcuff for sure. Um, he's an explosive playmaker. He gets the ball in, in the space, and he makes defenders miss. Um, and we know, we know Tom Brady likes this type of player, right? We've seen it before on the Patriots. We go through the list, but I don't want to because we've got to go faster. Um, but, yeah, I think he's going to pick up where Ronald Jones uh, and Keyshawn Mm-hmm. Vague and Giannis Bernard have struggled. So I think he's going to take the workload off of Leonard Fournette's shoulders, and he's going to be one of those guys that you're going to really hope you have on your roster. Yeah, I think he supplants Leonard Fournette by year's end. Yeah, really, really for do. sure. Really do. For sure. Um, so PP, PPR format, a must. I would definitely draft him. Um, he's one, going between the 10th round and later. So. Yeah, okay. So tight end, Cade Oten. Oten? Oten? Okay. Yeah, there isn't really much to say here about Cade. Just a name. Yeah, just a name. Um, obviously, with Gronk out of the picture, um, he may be the one that would honestly get the looks, but he's still dealing with Cameron Brate, so I don't know how that's really going to shake out. Um, I feel like I, Cameron Brate's been in the NFL for like 15 years, I know. Years, that's dude. why I was like, all right, I want to throw him on the there. I want to throw him on the list. Like, why the heck not? So um, I think he impacts right away because he's not just blocking. Mm-hmm. He's actually catching the ball as well, too, unlike Coe Keft. Uh, <laughs> I did. I'm so glad you got the hardest names. Mine are so easy. Yeah, no, I hate you. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so he's just really known as a blocker, and okay. that's it. That's cool. And now going to the NFC North, the we NFC have NFC North. Your Chicago Bears. Really, no production there. Nope, oh, nothing. Awesome. There went your Christmas card. All right. Uh, they start winning. We play. Okay, that's fair. Um. Anyways, so. Oh wait, I've got something Dallas for I've got Jones Jr. I've got something uh, for your boy right here too. Value. Okay. Um. I think he's definitely gonna. I mean, the why that's the biggest question is on the Bears is who is their wide receiver one, right? Let's start now. It is, but it's still a question na- nationwide. Yeah. To say today, right? Yeah. Um. So I feel like he's gonna be a, a really great fit. However, I think he's gonna be more of a return. Okay. kind of guy. Okay. Um, we'll see if he kind of steps up because he's still going against Brian, Bryron Pringle, um, and Darnell Mooney. So, um, I think he's wide receiver three. Maybe? Yeah, I think they're going to try to use him like they like uh, San Fran used Debo Samuel. Everyone is oh, looking for Debo Samuel. It's like a copycat a league, guys. Yeah. When the Wildcat was blowing up in Miami, everybody tried using it. So. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I think they're going to use Valus in a bunch of different packages. It's all about how much he can soak up. 
just watch game three of the preseason and you'll kind of know what to expect out of Bayless. Um, but he could definitely be a contributor and somebody that you could take late. He's fast. Yeah, probably in the 11th Real or 12th fast. round and could pay dividends later on in the year. And not only that, like there's been rumors that he's like Devin Hessel. I won't go that far. Okay. Never. He was the best return man in the um, in college yeah, football. So, yes. Yeah. One bat one. Um, we do have a X bomb slash blow the whistle bet on Ooh. this. Um, there will be a naked Peter Griffin if he catches a thousand yards this year. Absolutely. Between who? Me and Andrew. Who's who's betting what? Because I don't think he comes close to a thousand. Neither does Andrew. Andrew okay. doesn't think. But you if think he, he does. But if he does. This was just me being a smart ass because okay. I think I think he's better than what Andrew thinks he's going to be. Okay. I Andrew hates him. I don't hate and, him. Andrew hate absolutely him. hates him. I think seven hundred and eight hundred yards. Thought totally. it was a horrible draft pick. Yeah, I no. think it's a great draft pick. I think it's a great pick. Yeah, I agree. I, but I would say it's a good pick. I wouldn't go. Uh, I would great. say great. Here's why I would say great because okay. he's going to be our return man. Sorry, uh, our Bears fan here. Our return man. He'll okay. play running back a bit and okay. he'll be receiver. So, I mean, if he does all that, you basically got three different players in the body of one. Um, we'll see what he does. It's going to yeah, be interesting. Yeah, but remember Devin Hester. They tried moving him to that's wide different, receiver. That's different, though, because Devin was never a wide receiver. Devin and was never a natural wide receiver. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, yeah, if if he does happen to get 1,000 yards, you know, crazier yeah. things have happened in the NFL. It is. We got a naked Peter Griffin running the halls at IMS. I would love to not see that, but love to know about yeah, that Yeah, maybe happening. I'll watch the blur. It's not going to happen. Video. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not gonna. This guy's been dropping balls in practice all day, from what I've been hearing. Every now and then he goes for a long pass. It's like, oh, really nice, and then he drops an easy one in practice right now. So, Working look, as a special piece. teamer, that's great. But I'd rather get him in the fifth round, where his value is a lot better as a return man, because in the third round you're expecting high value product as a wide receiver, Fair. and I don't see that. This guy's not a good natural catcher of the football. He's really good as a return man. That's nice. But unless you're getting Devin Hester 2.0, I'm not taking anything like that in the third or the second round. I'd rather take him in the fifth or the sixth, and there is less of a gamble, more of a reward. Yeah, I don't think you'll get a lot of deep routes out of him. When you're talking rounds, are you talking NFL or are you talking fantasy? Just to clarify. I'm talking for well, for both. For both in this sense. I just don't – even as a fantasy player, I don't think he's going to produce. I'll I'll tell you this. I was a little low on that kid, Tristan Ebner, the running back from Baylor. I think there's a chance that he could actually be something now. Because okay. he's showing a lot in practice. So that's, that brings up a good point. So that's one thing that I would recommend to everyone out there is pay attention to the mini cap camp news, right? Mm-hmm. You got to read between the lines. Like they're all going to say, oh, it's been going great, blah, 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 blah. And it's a lot of work to do it. You don't, you're not going to just follow a bunch of beat reporters. Yeah. But you can jump on an app that we always, always, always push. Da-da-da. Jump on Sleeper app. Yes. And Sleeper app will push notifications for any kind of like uh, really interesting news or any um, training camp stories yeah. of players who you know are really flashing. Uh, so if you want something like that, download the Sleeper app. It's fantastic. We're not sponsored by them at all, but we love the app because it helps us tremendously. For sure, for sure. So moving on um, to the Packers, Christian Watson. This is a guy that we both talked about. I love this yeah. guy. I really do. I was, Of course the Packers got him. Yep. Of course they did. Yep. Um, I think he's going to make a huge impact. I think his ceiling is ridiculously high, um, especially with the draft class. And nonetheless, his quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. We've seen it before. Aaron Rodgers makes no names good, and this kid is good. The only thing I would say that kind of dings him is that he's coming from North Dakota State, which is what, like a D3 school? So here's the the thing on him. Freak athlete, huge, can high point a ball, does not have good hands, but he's fast. 
So here's the thing. Uh, when Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, if you, you know, fumble a few times or, you know, don't catch a ball or you're not in the right place, you're out of there quick. Yeah, for sure. Um, but if he shows anything, this guy has an opportunity to finish as the number one rookie wide receiver mm-hmm. in fantasy. He yep. has that ability. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm not sure um, exactly where I'd want to draft him just because, it, like, where he could be so volatile. He could either be really good and finish as a wide receiver too, or he could be an afterthought this year. He will definitely be a factor in fantasy at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens, though, is going to be contingent on whether Aaron Rodgers likes him or not. Exactly. Oh, good point. I mean, I, I think if you miss the boat on drafting a wide receiver mm-hmm. in your draft, like let's say you go you know, running back heavy, and then all of a sudden it's him and who else could it be? Let's say you get one good wide receiver, and then yeah. you need a solid second one yeah. somewhere that could do something with upside. Christian Watson's a nice Go for name. him, yeah, for sure. I would and probably then, say I don't know, twelfth round somewhere in there, eleventh yeah, round. Yeah, like once again, we're saying these names. That doesn't mean you, this is first round or second round. No, not at all. So we're talking like late rounds, maybe not even drafting at all and grabbing them on. Average ADP round. right now is one hundred and thirty-two, so that puts Ooh, him at about their twelfth uh, round, basically. Yeah. So towards the end, when yep. you're on beer number seven. Yep. Um, Romeo Dubs. 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 I like the dubs. I don't think he'll be a factor. Yeah, me either. I mean, I, I just I find it interesting because obviously right now the Packers are hurting at wide receiver, mm-hmm. so it's really easy to make a case like, oh, this is your guy, that could be your guy. Oh, it's Aaron Rodgers, blah 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 blah. But I think you make a valid point. Depends on who Aaron likes. Correct. The most with you. Cool. Uh, moving on, to Minnesota Vikings. No one. They're literally yeah, no one of note. Nothing. Yeah. Wombat. One, two. Uh, actually. Uh, sorry, not to uh, actually, you guys. So, actually, the Vikings do have two uh, f- draft picks that are actually guys, and I'll point them out to you. So we have Ty Chandler from North Carolina, running back, uh, which uh, just for me, and then obviously for you guys, too, to explain, I mean, he's going to probably be the backup, I think, at this point, or third string. But I think, look, Dalvin Cook's been hurt sometimes, right? True. This is a guy that's very versatile. I think he could come in and maybe be something. So, not draftable. But like towards the you know back end of the season, handcuff. you need a guy. Yeah, nice I handcuff. think he's a guy that you can certainly look to pick up, especially if you need somebody. And then the other one is uh, I'm gonna make sure I get this name right, Jalen Naylor, uh, yeah, from Michigan right. State. Yep, you got it. So right. uh, he's I, I look. They need another wide receiver. I know they got KJ Osborne, but I think at, I got a bad feeling that Adam Thielen's gonna be like having some injury issues. This kid's pretty solid. He's a nice red zone piece. Like in the 20 yards, he works. So I would say these are two guys, at least for Minnesota, if you're looking for fantasy guys, you don't have to draft them, but at some point keep them in mind towards the back end of the season. Maybe star them. You know that yeah. little star yes. on Yahoo? So yes. you're just like, yeah, I'm going to grab them now. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like both point. names. Um, I really do like just, just looking at these two names, I uh, haven't really been on Jalen Naylor too much. I'm familiar with them. Um, and then you said uh, Ty Washington, is that right? Ty Chandler, Ty Chandler. Um, so Ty yeah. Chandler, both of these players going undrafted as of as of right now, but that could change when training camp breaks and we see you know how that plays out. Oh, uh, for sure. All right, cool. We jump over to the Lions. DL, another name I'm very excited about, another name that could finish as the number one rookie wide receiver. Not this year, though. Jamison Williams. <laughs> um, he did tear his ACL yep. um, in January, and he, he really has been a part of spring practices. Um, and I think due to safety measures, right, I think this is a solid wide receiver. Um, I just wouldn't really, unless you're in a keeper league, maybe like grab him. But this year, I wouldn't be, you know, I would be shocked if he gets enough games in to be relevant. Oh, do we have it. an expected time frame of when he's no. coming back? 
Mm-mm. Does anyone know? At this time, it's unclear when Williams will be able to get on the field, but when he gets healthy and is up to game speed, he'll be a potential to take over the offense to another level. Hmm. I've heard he's at 75% right now. Yeah, they're saying he won't be ready for training camp, but you know these NFL players are pretty tough guys. I could see him finding a way to play in the first, you know, sometime in the first four games and getting in there. See, I would see him more later on. I don't think he's going to play the first four games, but maybe like after week five, week six, you're going to see him sprinkled in and then kind of go from there. He's insanely fast, super talented. I think he's huge. I he's, wanted the Bears to draft yeah, him. Yeah. I really did. I was like, yeah, go for it. I mean, yeah, he he fell. So, all right. Moving on to the NFC West, we got the Cardinals. Trey McBride, interesting uh, name. Yeah, I don't know. Hard pass, really. He may be a backup. Yep. Um, because Zach Ertz has that position. I, I don't really see. But if Ertz gets hurt, Ertz <laughs> Trey McBride gets hurt. Yeah, Trey McBride's a name to to keep in mind. Wombats. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say I think this was absolutely a great pick for them. Yeah, because he's a tight end that can actually stretch the field. Yep. He can play like a slot. Basically, he's like a Greg Olson type of guy. Put yeah. him in the slot and he can work out. So I don't know if he's going to give you giant fantasy points right off the bat. But like you said, if Ertz gets hurt again, this guy, guy steps in easily. Yep. Oh, for easily. sure. And maybe even take over the role. Maybe. Point. maybe. But Ertz is pretty damn good. He looked really good last year. With yeah. Him. And I think like maybe keeper league. Yeah. Nice keeper name. Yeah. Okay. Uh, going to the Rams. I mean, I put down... Kyron, Kyron, Kyron Williams, um, but really, I mean, I, I think he's going to be like the fourth or fifth on that death chart. I, I really don't see him getting in there unless you know you got Cam Akers getting hurt and Henderson Jr. getting hurt, the top two guys. Um, but you know, you have Xavier Jones and Jake Funk are uh, favorites of the coaches' yeah. staff, so yep. he'd really have to turn some heads to leapfrog those guys. Okay, jump over to the Forty Niners DL. Running back, Ty Davis-Price. What do you think? Um, I mean, I like him because of his durability, right? I okay. think that was a big, big missing piece last year with Mitchell um, and with uh, Wilson Jr., Jeff Wilson Jr. So I, I do like him. I think he does complement uh, Trey Simeon. So I think, yeah, I mean, I like him. I would probably get him towards the very maybe 12th round. Um or, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to be gunning for the 49ers running back. Yes, one by one. All right, first off, it's Trey Sermon. I don't know who Trey Simeon is. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> the running back's name is Trey Sermon. He looked awful last year, dude. Trey Sermon looked <laughs> awful Oh, yeah, last why, why year, are you yeah. jumping my... Who cares? <laughs> well, well he, No I one knows think... about him. Who gives a shit? Well, no, I'm just saying, why, why? Man, you screwed up I mean, his name, you know? What's the point? So. What, 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 we, we doing this already? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the first, first episode, episode back. We're already season starting this. Two, Let's go. Give me hot and bothered. I, uh, I like this. Form. I like this kid a lot. Uh, he's pretty sturdy. He doesn't get injured a lot. He's going to be a great goal line back. I don't know if they're really going to hang on to Trey Sermon much longer, though. I think with Elijah Mitchell's, you know, coming up, I think this guy's going to be that hammer back. So, I, yeah, I like him. I, I don't think, think he's going to be good. Depot, I don't, I don't think they're I, I don't think they're going to run Debo that much because he no, doesn't want to be a running back. I don't think this kid is, is any, anything special. He didn't really finish too high in percentiles and speed, strength, uh, anything like that. All he really is is a really good cut-and-go guy. Um, it's going to be, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with him. I, I'm not super high on him. Um, average ADP right now is 189, so he's going in about the 16th round. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 49ers, running back, I like the... You know, concept, we know, you know, what what can happen there. And then, like I said, with Mitchell and Wilson getting hurt, 
this guy might be a really good grab at like a handcuff or what have you. Uh, moving on to Danny Gray. Um, the only thing I really like about him that I think makes him stand out is just having that deep game, right? So getting balls really deep. Passing oh, nice deep. job, man. Deep passing game. Well played, bro. Yeah, deep. Top deep threat. Jeez, bro. Where's That's your mind at? Get out of the gutter, bro. My mind is Get moving on to the, the Seahawks. To, so any any thoughts on Gray before I move on? No. Okay, cool. Um, Seahawks. Ken Walker the third, right? A name I love. I do. I love this a lot. And I think, you know, it's kind of it was kind of a stretch when Seattle did draft him, yeah. but I don't think it's that much of a stretch because Chris Carson. We don't know. Like, is he going to be cleared with his Dude, neck surgery? Honestly, Chris, I would be if, nervous if, to even draft. If you're him. if you're watching me, Chris, if you're listening, man, you've had a great career, man. You did had a great yep. career. There's no shame in retiring mm-hmm. whatsoever, man. You have a neck injury, bro. It's like, I, I, that's so scary, man. You can yeah. be paralyzed on, on the wrong Seriously. hit, you know. And 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 you he, know, he had surgery on it. You know, shout out to him for for being tough as nails and and yeah. still wanting to to go out there and play. A really talented running back, but I think it's time to hang those cleats. Um, I really do. Um, Ken Walker is fantastic. I, I think he has a chance to finish as the number one rookie running back in fantasy. Um, rookie running back, rookie running back in fantasy. Oh, really, sorry. really do. I um, mean, still, that's, that's pretty Super high. talented. That's pretty high in I'm not really high on Seattle, to be honest with you. No, me neither. Now that Russ is gone, it's going to yeah. be, you know, be kind of ugly, some games. And when you're playing from behind, you're not going to be running the ball a ton. But uh, Walker can catch the ball really well. Yeah. Um, so playing from behind, little dump passes, getting a lot of those, you know, those, yeah, those trash points. Uh, I could definitely see him accumulating a bunch of those. Um, definitely a guy that's going to be interesting to see how he shakes out. Uh, Ken Walker, very, very interested in seeing his ADP right now. Um, the best, he's gone as high as 26 overall, dude. Think about that. 26 overall. It's like late second, early third round. Dang. Yeah. Um, average ADP right now is 90, though, so there's a lot of variance there. Uh, so sure. 90 is mm-hmm. going like, about, like late seventh, early eighth round. But just to show you how super talented he is. And I think also, too, I mean, Seattle is known for the running back, so I think that's going to add to him getting picked up as well, too. Um, and like you said, a lot of people are like, oh, they're going to be playing behind, so they're going to throw. But a lot of people may be like, well, this quarterback sucks, so mm-hmm. maybe they'll run the ball more. So It I will, yeah. I mean, with Drew Locke at the helm or mm-hmm. Gino, it'd probably be Drew. Um, they're going to run the ball a ton. A lot. They just have to. Yeah, because they're not going to get far. Anyways, yeah. um, they did actually draft two wide receivers, and I put them together because why? Meh. Just, you know, Bo Melton, Drake Young. I like Bo. I think he's super, like, talented, but I don't think he really makes an impact. Yeah, I mean, not, got, not with those quarterbacks. Not with DK. Yeah, and Lockett. Tyler Lockett. I mean, I mean, hopefully DK comes to the Bears. That'd be great, but just not his year. So, I am done with the NFC. We're going to go over to the AFC with JC. Finally, thank God. Don't butcher names. Only an hour into the show. Sorry, dude. It's my I, turn. You know, I, I, cool. I'm going to fly through these. Uh, so for the AFC, here are the rookies of note. Uh, we'll start in the AFC North for the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals went really defense heavy. There isn't anybody to really talk about offensively um, to bring up fantasy-wise. We jump over to Pittsburgh, a city that I love visiting. Um, they did draft Kenny Pickett in the little first hands. round. The 20th. Yeah, the 20th overall. He is known for having little hands. Um, I think it's going to be Mitch's show until it's not. Uh, basically, if he falters at any point in time, oh. it'll be the Kenny Pickett show. So you think? I think I think gonna True will get a chance. Okay. I, honestly, honestly, I think Trubisky might surprise some people. I, I really, do really do. And I'm pulling for the kid. Um, I really am. Um, I think honestly, Trubisky is more talented than Pickett. I just don't think he has as strong of an arm. I really do. You guys can laugh. 
You guys could laugh, uh, but I think Trubisky's pretty talented. I think yeah, the fact that Matt Nagy's out of here, yeah, the, the fact, him on Atlanta, yeah, he so. was in, yeah, he was in a Pro Bowl. So I think the fact that Nagy, Nagy's out of here, and you've kind of seen the way he's handled, you know, Justin Fields, and the way he didn't change or alter his playbook to him. I remember there was a game against Cleveland where Justin was pissed off, and you could see him mouthing on the sideline, like, "What are we doing? Like, what are these plays you're yeah, calling?" Honestly, so you know, I really think that. Finally, with a good coach, True could be better. But Pickett will be a name to put down um, in, in dynasty boards. He could be, you know, the quarterback of the future for them. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Wombat? I think Pickett starts game one. There's no way that that... You want to make a show bet? I... Listen, here's the thing. No, no. Do you, you want to make a show, show bet? bet or not? Uh, let me give my analysis, and then I'll let you know. Pittsburgh, he played at Pitt. There's no way that fan base doesn't let him start. And I think he's... I'm not saying he's head and shoulders above better than Trubitsky, but I think he's better than Trubitsky by a slim margin, and he gets to start week one. Yeah, show bet. Show bet? All right, so sub bet. Are we writing these down? we got to write these down. I, I, you know what? I'm in on this. I'm going to bet a six-pack that Trubisky starts. Yeah, same. Over him. Same. I, I don't care that he, yeah. Same. You know. All right. He went to to Pitt. Okay, cool. I, I see where you're going at. I see that he's familiar. Mike Tomlin is the head coach, yeah. dude. There's and no way he starts. Like Mike Tomlin's gonna say no. True starts. Kid, sit, take the take he, the yeah, yeah, take the clipboard. That's the way I look at it. That's how it works. And I, I understand why Pittsburgh's going all like, oh no, it's gonna be him. But I, I think Trubisky has a job. Um, and I think yeah, maybe halfway through the year they may switch. But yeah. I think it's Trubisky. Yeah. So I bet you one six pack, Wombat one Dave. Double D. You got it. That want, done. Yeah. I want craft beer. I want, I want. We'll split it three and three. I, I, it was my bet initially, but we'll split the six pack three and three. Okay. All right, cool. Fair enough. All right, got, cool. So we go I to the next player. George here. Pickens is a guy Lunch. that the Bears really, really wanted. Yep. And the Pittsburgh Steelers drafted in the second round, 52nd overall. Mm-hmm. Pickens, as long as he can stay out of fights, honestly, <laughs> in practice and in games, he will make an impact. I just feel like Pittsburgh develops the receivers as good as any team in the entire NFL. Sure. They just always get a guy who has a skill and then they just stretch that out the far like they get every last drop out of every player that they have. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see George Pickens being a impact player. Um I say it's probably low end flex appeal, nothing special, nothing crazy, but uh in the future, I think Pickens has the ability to be, you know, a wide receiver 2, um going on low end wide receiver 1. He's that talented. He's a freak. There's a lot of mouths to feed in Pittsburgh. Tons too. of mouths to feed, Lots but not for long. Not for long. Deontay Johnson is going to be a free agent at the end of the year, and oh. I could definitely see Pickens being the insurance policy to uh, like having that. not given him the money. Uh, next wide receiver is Calvin Austin the third. Just a name. Went in the fourth round, 138th overall. He's really small, really fast. Um, just reminds me of like a guy like you know James Washington, like James Washington clone. Oh, for so sure. So Calvin Austin probably won't get any tick, but just a name to keep on your radars. Uh, we jump over to Cleveland, where wide receiver David Bell was drafted in the third round, 99th overall, by the Browns. Real quick, opportunity is king, okay? And because opportunity is king, all that Cleveland has at the wide receiving core is Amari Cooper. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> and because of that, I can definitely see David Bell, who isn't super fast, isn't super explosive, just runs routes really well and has great hands. I could definitely see David Bell becoming a factor and you know, helping you in the fantasy playoffs later on in the year. So keep an eye on David Bell. Definitely a guy I would probably draft. I really would. I'd take a flyer, especially in deep leagues, especially in those 12-man leagues. Uh, we jump over to Baltimore, where tight end Charlie Kolar was drafted. He was drafted in the fourth round. He went 128th overall. Um, again, he's just insurance for Mark Andrews. 
Um, nothing special. Probably a guy I do not draft. Okay. Uh, we jump over to Buffalo in the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills drafted running back James Cook. He went in the second round, 63rd overall. Uh, DL, James Cook is a running back that I really like. Has the opportunity to finish as the number one uh, rookie running back. I don't think he will because mm. the touchdowns are key here. And I really think Allen, Josh Allen is going to take a ton of oh, touchdown yeah. um, touches away from any running back they have on the roster. So James Cook's a guy to put on your radar. He has to beat out Devin, Devin Singletary and Duke Johnson, but I think he's talented enough to do it uh, come year's end. So keep an eye out on James Cook. We jump over to the New England Patriots. DL, they drafted wide receiver Tyquan Thornton in the second round, 50th so overall. Glad he had to say that one. Yeah, it's cool. No worries. He's a speed demon. He, they don't have an alpha number one receiver. I, I could see him becoming the new wide receiver one of their future. They just don't lock on to one <sighs> receiver enough to warrant you know, any kind of draft. He's just going to be a guy. Especially with the Patriots. Yeah. I, I haven't been ever excited about any wide receiver from the Patriots yeah. besides the big names that we like all Wes know. Walker and, and stuff yeah. like that when Ron, but, Randy was playing there. Uh, He'll probably an end-of-season waiver wire claim, one of those yeah. kind of guys, nothing mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, we jump over to Miami. Miami did not draft anyone of note. Because they got everyone, spent they all their money. They got everyone. They <laughs> bought everybody they possibly could. Uh, this one's going to be super interesting, DL. The Jets. Mm-hmm. The first name I will mention is wide receiver Garrett Wilson, who went in the first round, 10th overall. Garrett Wilson has sky-high potential. Okay? Oh, for sure. He has the potential to be the number one wide receiver rookie in this class. In just in general, here, um, he has to supplant Corey Davis, who's always hurt, and he could do that and become the wide receiver two on that team. I just don't think he's as as talented as uh, Elijah, Elijah Moore. Moore yeah. I really don't. Um, and I think Elijah Moore has a great rapport um, with Wilson. And that's the thing. Once again, they have a, a huge receiving core. They're going to lean on you know the vets. Yeah, I, I don't. Feel like They've improved their offense tremendously. Oh, that yeah. offensive line has improved mm-hmm. tremendously. I definitely see them pushing to become more of an offensive team, throwing the ball 35, 40 times a game, which is probably what they'll do. I'm going to be really interested to see what Garrett Wilson does. Um, but Garrett Wilson, probably a guy that's going to go in the 6th, 7th, 8th round. Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. Uh, we jump over to running back Brees Hall, DL. The consensus number one running back, uh, rookie running back in fantasy. He went in the I second agree. round, 36 overall. Um, I think he's going to be a stud. He's got to beat out Michael Carter, but I don't think he'll need to beat out Michael Carter. I think they'll just switch roles. Yep. Kind of like Joe yep. Mixon and Gio mm-hmm. Bernard back in the day. Mm-hmm. I think Brees Hall has the opportunity to finish as a top 15 running back overall. So are you going to – the thing that gets me kind of caught up on him and what you just said right there is, like, is he worth drafting? 100%. Okay. Um, he's been – dude, he's gone as high as number nine. Overall, I believe it, but it's just in a draft. Like, nine. What I, what I hate is that that committee running back, yeah. which most teams at this point are right. Yeah. Let's be honest; we don't really see like that one go-to guy. That would be my only hesitation. But yeah, I'm absolutely going to be Dude, drafting. He's going to go in the third round of drafts. Just Whoa! Watch. In the third round okay. of drafts. Just watch. Uh, we jump over to the AFC South. The Tennessee Titans wide receiver Traylon Burks was the first round pick at 18th overall. He has a chance to be the number one rookie wide receiver as well. Um, super like crazy big, super fast, um, can high point a ball. Only thing blocking him is that Bobby Trees is still there. Um, well, he's there now. It's going to be interesting to see what happens there. But Burks projects to be a number one wide receiver um, You know, in his career. He's going to be oh, a yeah, stud. for sure. Just absolute freak. I mean, Love how him. long is Bobby Trees going to be there? Right. Yeah. I mean, he's getting kind of on the other and side. And he's coming back from a, an ACL injury. So mm-hmm. it's going to be, I, I want to see what Ryan Tannehill does, honestly. I do. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it's going to be based on. Uh, QB Malik Willis probably doesn't have any fantasy appeal, just nope. a name, but Malik Willis was drafted by them. We go to Indianapolis for the Colts. They drafted wide receiver Alec Pierce in the second round. He was the 53rd overall pick. 
Alec Pierce was a guy I wanted the Bears to draft. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was a Cincinnati product, if I'm not mistaken, Alec Pierce. Um, freak athlete. Um, he's got to work on his hands, but it, I could definitely see him being the wide receiver too um, for the Colts. Just a good name and somebody who will have some fantasy relevancy some weeks. Agreed. Uh, go over to the Houston. Matt Ryan. Yeah, exactly. Matt Ryan. He'll help tremendously. For sure. uh, we go over to Houston. Uh, wide receiver John Michi the third. Just a, a, honestly a fantastic athlete. Uh, another guy. Um, the thing is, he tore his ACL in December, so he probably won't play. He might not play the entire season, um, but I think he'll get some looks late on in the year. Just a name to keep in, just keep in the back of your head. A name that I do want you to keep, um, like, and you're going to have to draft, um, a sleeper, I think, is running back Damian Pierce. He was drafted in the fourth round, seven, 107th overall. Lovey Smith loves to run the ball. He does. Okay? He loves uh, to run the ball. There. Um, his vision is poor. I watched some tape on him just to, you know, acclimate myself to who he is and what he can do. Don't think he has good vision. What he gets by on is that he's a bruiser. He's a big oh, running back, okay. and he just bowls people over. Um, and he also makes people miss. Um, so, so he runs downhill. Dude, he, he's really good. Really good running back. Um, just doesn't have the vision and, and a team that doesn't have a good offensive line. He might struggle, but he, he, he's going to be worth you know drafting as one of those dart throw running backs. For sure. Uh, Jacksonville did not take anyone of note, so we'll skip the Jaguars. Uh, we'll jump over to the AFC West. I'll be quick here. The Kansas City G- Chiefs drafted Sky Moore in the second Love. round. Love. <laughs> Everyone loves Sky Moore because... He's the best. Well, not necessarily because of that, because uh, he has uh, elite quarterback throwing to him, and he plays oh, in a yeah. high-powered offense. Oh, yeah. Only thing that sucks is that Juju is going to be there, kind of helping block. Um, then Travis Kelsey is the lead wide receiver slash tight end Basically. on that team. Um, but but honestly, Sky Moore is uber talented. A name that I didn't include in my list, but I want to put on radars, and I know the Wombats probably know really well. Justin Ross went undrafted. Love, love, love Joss, Justin Ross. I think he's crazy talented. I think he's as talented as Sky Moore. I freaking do. I love Justin Ross, and I could see him becoming the second or third receiver on that team. I just have to say I'm so glad you brought up Justin Ross. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is one of those guys I know DJ right now hasn't been doing well at Clemson. This is the kid that was the star in that national championship for yes. when Clemson won it with Trevor Lawrence. Yep. This is the guy that should have been probably a top-five pick had yep. it not been for an unfortunate disease or, uh, or yeah, disease that he had, which is the kind of concern. Like, he could really seriously be injured or spinal injury. He had a spinal injury. So if he gets hurt, like, that could be really serious. So it's like a one-hit kind of thing where it could be serious. I wanted the Bears to draft him in the late round at the seventh overall with that seventh-round pick instead of that stupid punter because uh, this guy's 6'4", 210, runs a 4'4", 5'40", dash. I agree. The perfect weapon for... Mm-hmm. A Patrick Mahomes could have been the perfect weapon for Justin Fields, I think. Yep. So I'm I'm really high on this guy too. I'm Me glad too. you brought him up, JC. Me too. He's he's the only thing is he always gets hurt, honestly, and he had a spinal fusion. He's oh. really young, so that's the fear. But yet he, he suffered a broken foot before in the past too. But I think he's a freak athlete. I, I honestly. But I would take healthy, him over a punter. I agree dude, with that. For I think sure. he's uber talented. Justin Ross, keep him on your radars. Late round flyer, a guy who could pan out dividends. Uh, we'll jump over to the Raiders. They didn't draft anybody of note. For the Chargers, they took running back Isaiah Spiller, fourth round, 123rd overall. Let's make it clear. Austin Eckler is the guy. Spiller yep. is just going to be a guy that, sp- that spells him a bit. Um, Justin Jackson couldn't really take on that role. He wasn't no. effective enough to keep that role. I think Shut Spiller down. becomes that guy. Um, he will have some flex appeal, and he will also have some appeal in PPR leagues primarily. So keep like that it. in mind. I like it a lot. He'll, he'll immediately be the second running back on that team. So. Uh, the Broncos took nobody of note either. DL, we got to wrap it up. We're running out of time, but we'll jump really quickly to our mailbag. Okay. 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 Our voicemail bag. And as always, guys, send us those mailbag questions, whether it's email. Call. Call voicemail. me. Voicemail. We love hearing your 
ugly voices, and some are beautiful. So. Yeah. But anyway, send us okay. those. Uh, our first question comes via email from twinsteamtimmy at gmail.com. He says, boys, who are your top five rookies this year to draft? Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, I was going to say. All right, cool. No worries. Thank, glad you asked. Um, in no specific order, but in a specific order, my number one <laughs> rookie um, player is uh, Brees Hall, running back Brees Hall. I just think he's going to be that dude, and he'll probably finish as a top 10 running back I agree with that overall. One. If, if any of you agree, he was my number one as well, too. Go ahead. Uh, number two for me is Drake London, who we talked about a bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Number three is Traylon Burks. Number four is Garrett Wilson. Number five is Jamison Williams, even though you're saying he's going to miss a good chunk of the season. Yeah. I still have him really high. Really do. I mean, I think he if I could I hope I'm wrong because yeah. I agree. I think he's a really great pick and yeah. I think the Bears missed that one too. And my little extra is Sky Moore. Sky Moore. Yep. Well, extra on side. So as I mentioned for my top five, uh, I agree with you for number one with Brees Hall. Um I really like Christian Watson. I, I I liked him. I was just hoping the Bears were gonna draft him, so I did a deep dive on him. I think he's gonna be something to marvel over. Uh Chris Avalon. Oh, bro. Alave, bro. Alave. What's Alave. going on with you? Is the L in that throws me out. Yeah, okay. that's who I want. There's okay. no I in there. Alave. Oh, so I just missed. Okay. Just misspelled I just the misspelled way. it. All right. Uh, so, and also Sky Moore and Cade Oh, I really feel like he's going to be the guy for the Bucks. I really uh, do. We, we did get some listener comment real quick. Uh, Mark oh, B. Lord. Mark Bias says, James Cook, sleeper of the year. That's what he says. Oh, okay. And then he also like says, Jamison right. Williams will be the best wide receiver out of this class. Mark my words. Wow. Yep, and then Twins Timmy just commented. I mean, hey, I agree. I, was, I agree. If he can get to the field, I 100% agree on that. I was going to say, I agree with your list, JC. The only thing was I would probably swap out Traylon Burks for probably Christian Watson. Okay. Uh, maybe move him down, and I would say James Cook is probably like my number three player. I think, I think he's going to be the starter, and I think he's going to be an impact player for the Bills. I really do. Let's hope so, because their running game sucks. Yeah, the thing is, though, he's going to give a ton of touchdowns vultured away. That's my only thing that I hate. Well, I think, think about it, too, though. Like, he's a really good two-way back, right? So that's going to be, I even think they could probably split him out wide, maybe put him in the slot, potentially. There's a lot of versatility with him in the game. Yeah, 100%. I'm with you there. Um, Our last question comes from Pavoni. He asks, how many rookies should I draft? Should I make them a priority? Theo? That's a hard question because it really depends on how well you draft in the first five rounds, yeah. right? I, I think that's the number one thing you have to look at. These The ones that we've mentioned are like no-namers. Um, they're kind of like a flyer. Yep. So it's either going to work really well in your favor or you're going to crash and burn and you're going to be watching that waiver wire all year long trying to make up for that mistake. Yep. Um, if you're going to draft any of these rookies, I would wait until the fifth, fifth round and later on. Um, and that's the way I would kind of play my cards, uh, you know, and really understanding where your week is at. So if it's you're kind of weak at wide receiver, yeah, absolutely go after a few of these rookies in the later rounds or vice versa. If you're, you know, not doing great on running back, that's probably going later rounds. Uh, there's so many ways I could take this question and answer sure. it differently. Um, look at your league settings. <laughs> it's crazy, but that will make a difference, yep. uh, whether it's a PPR league or not. Um, they don't really give rookies everything they can handle unless they were drafted in the first round. Yep. So they kind of ease them in little by little. Um, I would say keep an eye out on the rookies and try to trade for them if you see them starting to play well. That way you didn't have to you know, mortgage your team's future in the draft by trying to reach for a guy early just because he's a hot name that no one has seen yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also tell you in regards to rookies, um, if you have a lot of leagues like I do, 
try not to draft the same rookies or same players in general. Yeah, try just to the have same a, players in general. Yeah, because yeah. try to have a pool of players because if you have the same five guys on every single team and those guys get hurt, you're screwed in all your leagues. Or if they do so, bad, yeah. your whole your whole Sunday shot. Yeah. Because you know, you're like, I lost every game. Dude, a lot nope. of it goes into when your league drafts. If you nope. guys draft really early before training camp, Mm-mm. then, you know, Big mistake. It's going to be a mistake, but but also like you could take a lot more gambles on rookies because you haven't True. really seen what they do yet. And then once they play really well in training camp, trade them for real actual players mm-hmm. because you're going to sell high. So definitely draft some rookies, but don't get too crazy on it. Your, your whole team should not just be rookies. You're going to yeah, lose. Don't, you're don't destined do to fail if you do that. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. Well, okay. that's it for today's episode. We're excited. Season two. For season two. Episode of the, one. Of the, yeah, exactly. What? Look at you. You want you want to finish this? No, off? no, no. All no, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah, sad, y'all. All right. Cool. Well, that's it for season two or for season two. Wow. For the first episode <laughs> of season two. Look at what you did to me. Look what you did to I'm me. I'm sorry. Of the fake football guys show, DL. It's been a fantastic episode. I can't wait to see how these rookies change the game and what they bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Super excited for the Bears rookies. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, fingers crossed. Yeah. But remember though, guys, um, to shoot your questions over, DL. If they have any questions on Twitter, where can they send those questions? Tweet FFG and use what hashtag DL. Ask us, FFG. We like to answer as many questions as we possibly can. Love it. You can send those email questions. DL, where can your uncles send their email questions? At askusffg at gmail.com. And if someone wants to leave their lovely voicemail for us to answer a question for them, anything fantasy-related or anything sports-related, we'd love to answer yeah, it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, any kind of question. You need relationship advice? We got you. Whatever you need. <laughs> you need to know where to invest your uh, money? We can help you with Bitcoin, that, too. Bitcoin? Bitcoin? Yeah, yeah, no, not Bitcoin. Not Bitcoin. Hey, How'd try. that work out for Trevor Lawrence? I think he lost like $16 million. Well. Yeah, but anyway, what phone number can <laughs> they call and leave us that voicemail question? DL. Area code 708 655 Four five zero eight. That's it for today's episode. Woo. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. Remember yes. to like, share, and subscribe as always. And smash for DL for the Wombats. My name is JC. We'll catch you guys next time on another episode of the Fake Football Guys Show. We out.